do when you're discouraged. Why? Because I've been discouraged the last few days. I know, I know. Everybody says that everybody on Facebook is always happy, and so we tend to compare our worst day with their best day, and we think, wow, we wish we had a life like them. Well, I'm here to help you feel normal, all right? How does that sound? Well, I don't know if normal is a good word, because, you know, anyways. But um, my husband and I have had some real challenges recently, and I thought I would share them with you because I was able to keep the faith. Yeah, I got down for a few minutes. Today I was down for a few hours, but I have very specific steps or tools that I use to help myself get out of it. Do you want to know what they are? Thanks for letting me know. I appreciate it. So I'm going to give you a little bit of the backstory. Um, Recently, my husband and I went to a real estate training down in Florida, and I met him there. He was in the truck, and so on the way to meet him in Florida, he developed some issues with the truck. It started making a really crazy noise. And so while we were in the conference, we put it in the shop. Yep, they found out what it was. They were able to fix it. $3,500 later, it was fixed. Well, then we're all excited. I had to come back home, which I was not excited about. I had frying feet because I didn't want to leave my hands be. Okay, that's enough, right? <laughs> so I had to leave my husband in Florida because they were finishing fixing the truck and he had, he was going to get a load to deliver and we did talk about just leaving the truck there. Yes, it did enter our mind. But, um, so he gets in the truck, it's all fixed, we think. He starts heading up to deliver a load. And in Georgia, he has more issues. He gets stuck at a fuel stop. He was not able to even start the truck. And so we're trying to figure out what to do. We couldn't get a hold of anybody. And so I said, just go to sleep there in the fuel island. And we'll think about it. We'll pray about it. And we'll see what happens. So he went to sleep in the fuel island. The next morning, he was able to get a tow truck. And it towed him into the nearest freight liner. And they found out what they thought was wrong. They thought it was the fuel pump. Another $1,100. Okay, we can do that. So um, we were going to take a loan, a title loan at Title Max on our truck. They wanted 180% interest. We were like, oh my gosh, 180% interest? And that's compounded daily. That is not amateurized over a certain amount of time. So roughly, we would have wound up paying about $7,000 to borrow $2,500. So I swallowed my pride and I started calling some friends and I said, hey, how would you like to do a hard money loan, right? Because we're going to have to pay an exorbitant amount of interest, so why don't we pay you some interest and you can make some money? Well, luckily my dad came to the rescue. He's dun da 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 He came to the rescue and he loaned us some of the money that we needed because it wasn't just the fuel pump. It would, he got the fuel pump replaced, started it up, and it wouldn't drive. <laughs> so he had more issues than we thought. Anyways, so this is going on over about five or six days. And we're struggling, and we're worried, and bills are coming due, right? You, you get the picture. You've been there. You've been down in the dumps. You've been worried about finances or worried about, you know, somebody in the hospital or a friend or... You just feel like every time you start climbing up off the ground, you get kicked. Yeah, and you get kicked. Yeah, and you get kicked. (laughs) And you're like, just let me get up. Just let me get up before I get kicked again. Have you ever felt that way? I know I have. So the story goes on, but good news is 
he's back on the road today. We don't know when he's going to get delivered, but, you know, hopefully he'll get delivered soon and money will start coming in again. But what do you do in those moments? Ha, huh, thanks for asking. Here's some of the things that I do, some of the things that help me. First of all, my Snoopy cup. I know that you guys have seen me with my Snoopy cup before. Let me tell you the significance of this. I love Snoopy. Snoopy and his crazy dance always makes me laugh. And his laugh, oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, I can't do a Snoopy dance. But I love his laugh. And then, what's in the cup? Tea. Peppermint tea. Why? Because it makes you feel so good. Huh? Always time for tea, right? So, Snoopy or something else that you may love. Around here, we always do the Snoopy dance to celebrate. We all have the little piano song on our, music, on our phones, and someone will come running in and yell, Snoopy dance, and they play the music, and we come from all over the house, and we dance crazy. That's why I like the Snoopy dance, because he just dances crazy. And to, to coin a phrase from Wild Hogs, Dudley said, Music moves me, but it moves me ugly. That's kind of our family. We don't have a lot of rhythm, but I think my kids are a lot better than I am. But Snoopy dance, or just Snoopy in general. Snoopy dance and tea. Tea time. I like licorice tea, too. Oh, when I was growing up on the farm, I would hang out with my dad. And it was in Washington. And there's actual licorice root right there on the trees. And we'd be walking around checking the cows, checking fences, whatever it was we needed to do. And there was this tree that had a lot of licorice root on it. And it was so neat to climb up on that tree branch, pick the licorice root, and just a tiny, just a tiny, tiny bit, because it was really, really strong. Or you could take it home and put it in tea. So licorice tea, along with peppermint tea, is one of my favorites. So things that make you feel good. The other one, this is huge. This is really big. Gratitude. What are you thankful for? The first things that I started listing when we were struggling was, hey, the house is paid for. Okay, not paid for, but the monthly payment is paid for, right? We've got food. We've got a food storage that goes back to when... My daughter was really young, and we were really, really poor. And I remember I was trying to teach her how to be potty trained. And one day I didn't even have 10 cents for a candy for her when she had not made a mess in her pants. And that's how poor we were. We were I was also on food stamps and WIC and state assistance. And I remember getting in a, a conversation one day with my caseworker because I, I got a job. And I was working hard. Well, you have to go in every month. Or at that time you did. I don't know if you still do. But at that time you had to go in every month and have a face-to-face -face consultation with your counselor. And I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to get him in trouble. <laughs> I mean, that was years and years ago. What, 24, 25 years ago? But I told him, I have a job. And if I take time off to come down and meet with you, I may lose my job. And so he allowed me to do it over the phone. What a blessing he was to help me in that moment and do that for me and my child. 
and we were still able to receive some help, but we didn't have as much help, which was great. At that time, whatever money you made, they took out of your state assistance. But it was very, very important to me because I had pride in the fact that I could work. Yep, things were tough, but each day I was taking a step. And you can do the same. And be grateful for the people that help you. Be grateful for what you have. Even the poor people in our country still, compared to other countries, live like kings. Be thankful for that. So take a step at a time. I remember a while back, my husband and I were again going through some very difficult times. And I remember saying to him, hummingbird steps count too. Think of little hummingbird legs and how little tiny those little steps are. Even the little tiny steps count as they, as they continue to move you forward. If you've decided to be an entrepreneur or you've decided to go after your dreams, guess what? You're going to have difficulties. Life comes with difficulties. Unless you're six feet under, then you don't have any more difficulties. But if you're alive, you have difficulties. Here are some things that you can do to help yourself get out of it. The other, this is the one that helped me the most today. Spend some time in the scriptures, whatever scriptures you use. Spend some time in the scriptures, remembering that there is a higher power. Remembering that there is someone that knows the plans they have for you. Joshua 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and uplift you. I return to that verse many, many times throughout the day. For I know the plans you have for me. That's what he has. He has plans for me. And he means to prosper me and to help me. It's not about, it's not about the difficulty right now. The difficulty right now is the test. How bad do I want it? I'm able to help people and lift people up because of the things that I learn from my struggles. I told Lawrence, I think the Lord's telling him he's done being a truck driver, but we're not sure yet. He's at least done get home from the East Coast, right? Spend some time in the scriptures. Also, listen to uplifting music. Oh, I scared myself. Yep. So, I'm hoping you can still see this down here. Perfect, you can still see this. So read the Bible, listen to uplifting music. Randy Travis, I love country music. Well, I love all kinds of music. But Randy Travis has a CD that's one of my favorites. It's called Rise and Shine. And in there are many songs, but the two that stand out to me the most are Three Worden Crosses. And it's a song that I highly recommend you listen to. And then... Contact me, genie at geniesiscometh.com. Let me know what you thought of the song, Three Wooden Crosses. The other one is When Mama Prayed. And I still get tears in my eyes 
every time I listen, I still get tears in my eyes every time I listen to when Mama prayed, because my mama used to pray. She, I remember um, in Yelm when I was just a little kid and my dad lost his wallet and it meant everything to us at that time. Just as it does to you, money still runs this world. You've got to have money to survive, to buy food, to buy clothes, to pay for your house, to pay for your bills. And he, we had a big, huge garden. He had been plowing the garden. It was very, very late at night because we always worked from before the sun came up until the sun, after the sun went down. And we were out there and he got done plowing and he got off the tractor and he realized that his wallet was gone. And my mama said, gather around, we're going to pray. And I was just a little kid and I remember getting down I remember getting down on my knees with my dad and my brother and we knelt down in that fresh turned earth you could smell the earth and it was dark we had used a flashlight for, for a long time trying to find that wallet and we couldn't find it and we knelt down and I don't remember, I'm sure my mom and dad both prayed because they always did. That's how we do it in my house. We circle up and we pray. And my mom and my dad said that prayer. And as soon as we said amen and we opened our eyes, my dad looked over the side and there was his wallet sitting right there. It wasn't there before. It was right there. Yeah, I believe in angels. I believe in the Lord. And I believe in answered prayers. We said a prayer when Lawrence got stuck in the fuel island down in Georgia and he got a tow truck. We said a prayer and they fixed the fuel pump. And then when they found another problem, we said another prayer. And it was answered. Each and every time it was answered. Not always in the way that we thought it would be answered. And I've come to realize that I don't tell God how to do it. I just ask and do what he tells me to do. Listen to that still small voice. That's another one. Listen. Listen to the still small voice. That is God. That is the answer to your prayer. When I first started following my intuition, a while back now, I remember asking for help. And then I'd hear an answer in my head. No, I'm not crazy. I promise. Okay, maybe I'm crazy. But I'm not certifiable yet. But I would hear a voice in my head. And my humanness would try to negate it. My humanness would say, no, that's not the answer. No, you can't do that. And then I made the decision that to follow that voice, and I would find myself turning left instead of right sometimes. I would find myself staying at work later in the day instead of going home. I don't know what some of those decisions did for me. I don't know if they kept me out of an accident or not. I have no idea. I may never know. But I can tell you exactly what those intuitions have done for me over the last four years since I've started my business. They helped me write a book, Bully Proofing You, that has saved lives all over the country. 
all over the world. Oh my gosh, when I think of that, if I hadn't have done that, that's why I wrote the book, to save lives. Because I want parents and families to know that their children and loved ones are safe because they believe in themselves. God helped me write that book. I never could have done it on my own. Never could have done it on my own. When I start asking people to mentor them and help them, for a long time it took me, yeah, I call them God posts. God kept poking. You know, you got to have a coaching program. you got to have a coaching program. I was like, oh, what do you have a coaching program? What am I going to teach people? As I started opening that up and being of service to people, people have come from all over. And I've been able to help them. And it's been absolutely phenomenal. I really, really enjoy what I do. Just recently, I was up at Leighton Christian Academy again. I've done two trainings for them in the last couple of months. And they're going to have me come again. Why? Because they've told me it is such an important message that their students need to hear again and again. I was recently talking to White Pass up in Washington. They want me to come. Why? Because it's an important message. It's about empowerment and belief in self. And it changes people's lives. And he mentioned to me, Chris mentioned to me that, Jeannie, we've had other people come. Why is yours different? And I said, you know what? If you just have me come once, you're right. It's going to last for a week, maybe two at the most, and then it's going to fall apart. But if you have me come and teach your students and teach your staff and teach your parents, and then you purchase my book, I'll give you the workbook for free, and it will change lives. Because you're constantly getting that message over and over and over again. Why do I teach bullyproofing you? Because I need it. When I get depressed, I need it. I open up my book and I look at it. And when I just look at it, I remember, oh my goodness. In high school, they told me I would never make it through high school. They told me in elementary school I'd never make it through high school. But not only did I make it through high school, I made it through college. And I taught for 17 years. And now I'm teaching from the stage. Why? Because I followed the God poke. The Lord asked me to do something, and I did it, and I had the courage to do it. Whatever it is you've been asked to do, you have the courage as well. Just take one step, one step at a time. Listen to the still, small voice. Listen to that intuition that's coming to you and saying, you're valuable, you're important. I need you to do whatever you have the desire for. That's what you need to do. You have every, if you have the desire, you have everything inside of you to help you. That's what I'm here to help you with today. If you're discouraged, start finding things. Take some tea time. Maybe you like to color. I like to color. Maybe you like to color. Maybe you like to spend time in nature. Maybe you want to go for a drive. Whatever it is, do something to uplift you and get you moving forward again. Because we need more people living their dreams. We need more people making it. Because this world is full of people that have never accomplished their dreams. Because they've lost sight of them. They forgot to dream whatever it is. Dream. My prayer for you is that you will live your dreams to the fullest. My prayer for you is that you will reach out to me if you need help with something. Please reach out to me. Jeannie at JeannieSiscoMeth.com is my email address. Send me an email. Let me know what you're struggling with. Let me know how I can help. Reach out to me. Reach out to others. The other thing that I do, 
and I do this with my my husband and my daughter or my son, is I sway. Now some people call it dance. But as I said earlier, I'm not the best dancer. <laughs> and so we sway. What do you do when you sway? You put on some music, you hold your loved one in your arms, and you lean to the left, and you lean to the right, and you just sway. And you let them know how important it is, how important they are. And you connect heart to heart, mind to mind. And you get there. In fact, right before this Facebook Live, my daughter and I swayed to Joshua Cadison, Beautiful in My Eyes. That's her song. Every time I hear that song, I think of my daughter because she is beautiful in my eyes. She's an amazing young woman. She does so many incredible things. She was also suicidal for a very long time. And I'm so glad, so glad that we've moved past that for the most part. But I know that she gets discouraged sometimes and I get discouraged sometimes because that's life. You have good days because you can offset them with your bad days. We have beautiful sunny weather today. It's been raining for three days. It's okay. We needed the rain. We need the rain so we can enjoy the sunshine. We need our pets because we love pets. <laughs> right? They can be annoying sometimes and they can be wonderful sometimes. Right now, my cat is bugging our dog. <laughs> it's kind of fun. <laughs> Our cat is just as big as our little chihuahua. Our little chihuahua Zeus is Aaron's dog. We love our pets. You know what? Sometimes they're irritating, but for the most part, we love our pets. Find something that you love and embrace it with all your might. Check your safety gear and then jump in with both feet. And go for those dreams. Do whatever it is you want. You've had some great tips today on how to get you out of depression. They're tips that I use. They're tips that you can use to keep you moving towards your dreams. I want to thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for putting up with my foibles and my humanness. A fabulous day. Bye for now.